and welcome to Yeah, It's That Bad After Dark. It, this is the bonus podcast where we can talk about whatever we want, whatever tickles and delights our souls, whatever whims of fancy and wonder we wish to fly upon. Hold on, I gotta go get my sunglasses. It's too bright in here. Yeah, it's After Dark. Okay, so we're gonna do something a little differently today. I recently bought this game at a thrift store for like $2 called Pass the Popcorn. <laughs> a movie trivia game. We are not going to play by the rules. <laughs> We're just going to read the cards off and see if who can get the answers right. You know? Is there any popcorn involved in this game? Yeah, where's my popcorn? What's going on here? I feel like if I had corn kernels in this room, they would burst. And they, they would pop on their own given how hot they are in here. <laughs> so this game is a movie trivia game. There's a bunch of movies on these cards and the clues on the cards are split up by actors, plot, ta- movie taglines, whatever. And there's a bunch of tiles that we have in a bag. We'll each pick one randomly and that'll tell us which ones of these to go by. Okay? Does that make sense? Sure. Alright, so I'll start it off. I'll, I'll pick a, the first card here. Someone pull from the bag. Get in there deep. Jam it in there. You can play along with us at home. Quote! Okay. This is a 1999 drama. The quote is, Good night, you princes of Maine, you kings of New England. That's too easy. What is it? That's Cider House Rules. Okay. Pull another one. There you go. It's a warm-up. It's a warm-up tile? Yeah. <laughs> Cast. 2006 drama Leonardo DiCaprio Jimon Honsu This is easy That's too easy again (laughs) (laughs) It's Blood Diamond Okay Uh oh That's another warm up tile This game's just too simple (laughs) Quote again 1997 action Somehow they managed to get Every creep and freak In the universe On this one plane (laughs) That's Con Air. What is going on? This is too easy. This game's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, next. Quote again. 1990 action. Once more, we play our dangerous game. A game of chess against our old adversary, the American Navy. Hunt for Red October. You got it. Wow. We're killing it. You know what? I'm not going to tell you the year and the genre anymore. Yeah, yeah. That makes it it harder. Cast. Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Jeff Bridges. (laughs) Iron Man. Next. <laughs> quote Are there anything else besides quote, quote and cast? That's <laughs> all I keep getting Did you shuffle these? You're supposed to shuffle them in the bag You didn't shuffle them at all? What a disgrace Uh, okay, uh What an embarrassment This quote is really a tagline Yeah, you're a real buffoon today They're as straight as can be But don't tell anyone The birdcage? Nope That's the movie tagline Oh <laughs> Martin's face I, looks ridiculous I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry or something You like got that. it Kevin gets 10,000 points for that Ooh. Martin gets negative six Steve <laughs> <laughs> Carell and Anne Hathaway Get smart Yep different cast That's, this is bullshit enough with this Terry Gilliam Terry Graham Gilliam. Chapman John Cleese I don't know uh, a fish called Wanda that's a good guess the Monty Python and the Holy Grail that's good alright I'm just gonna screw the tiles no, out no no I'm determined to get something other than quote and cast okay alright fine damn it you gotta quote <laughs> he's not the messiah he's a very naughty boy here's a hint it's connected to the last movie I just mentioned I don't even remember what the last movie you mentioned was Monty Python oh Life of Brian yep alright so I'll just yeah fine go ahead pull, pull, pull oh I'm path. determined Life of Brian's a great movie by the way I've never seen it. it it's really good yes What'd you get? Characters. Okay. Characters the, welcome. <laughs> Simba, King Mufasa, Scar. Give me a break. Can, get me a the break. hell out of here. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> what a joke. What is this, for ages two to four? 
This is so funny because when we played a movie trivia game the other day, Kevin and I... It was a disaster. The, que- the questions were insanely difficult. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. Lousy with virginity. Romeo and Juliet. That's obviously wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, if you don't get this, you're a disgrace to the human race. Oh, that's... Yeah. That's really I'm going that far. Long language. Yeah. Do you know this? No, I don't. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. Lousy with virginity. Can, can I get a year? No. Why not? Because no. I was supposed to get the year. You wanted it harder. You got it harder. Yeah, but now you're just going to give us the answer and it's not going to be enjoyable for the listeners. Please give us a year. Fine, you big babies. 1978. Grease? Yes. Now, Martin, fun fact. Kevin and I saw Grease on Broadway together. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did you have a car? It was was, was a nightmare. A nightmare. I can't. It was a class trip. No, wasn't it the eighth grade? Was it eighth grade? Yeah, pre-high school, right? How about this? I don't care. It was in school and it sucked. I remember I ate food at the All-Star Cafe. We did. And like my stomach felt like it was going to explode. We lost four students. We we lost four students at night to food poisoning. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't like uh, Grease? No, I hate that movie. How much diarrhea did you guys get? I felt like I was going to die. I really did. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, the, 10 being biblical diarrhea. We were swimming in diarrhea on the bus ride home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bus exploded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we got a new one. Story. Whoa. A death row guard discovers that one of his prisoners has a special gift. Green Mile, next. I knew that and I've never even seen that movie. Quote. Wax on right hand, wax off left hand. And wax on, wax off. Karate Kid. Story. After being shot to death by a gang of thugs, a police officer is resurrected as a cyborg. <sighs> These questions are ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Honestly, I can't. Really? Robocop? Like two men break into Alcatraz to save San Francisco from a chemical Oh, attack. come on. The Rock. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm just going to read the quotes for this one for Kevin. Oh, I don't even get this. No. Wait. No, no more towels for wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I can't answer this then. Okay, how about this? New game plan. You read it and pick whatever you think's the hardest. Yeah. And then we'll go down from there. Make sense? Okay, sure. Forget the tiles. The tiles stink. Character names. Frankie Dunn and Maggie... Fitzgerald. Now you're wishing you had those tiles, huh, Kevin? These are the character names? This is a movie that Kevin loves. I know for a fact this is in his top 10 pantheon. I know that for a fact. Stone Cold Lock. And the fact that he can't remember the characters in his favorite movie of all time is an embarrassment of riches. That makes no sense. An embarrassment of riches? What does that mean? Kevin? I'm sweating like a pig right now. It sounds familiar, but I don't know. (laughs) Give me the next clue. I don't train girls. Top Gun. Yep. Is it a million dollar baby? You got it. Unbelievable. (laughs) I hate that movie. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. Pearl Harbor. (laughs) You you put that away so defeated. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, (laughs) Ian McKellen and Elijah Wood. You hate you hate this which, which you one? hate you hate this movie. Which one? The first one. Just say the first one. Lord of the Rings. A team of scientists travel to Jupiter after an unusual something is found on the moon. 2010, the year we make contact. Nope, 2001. They don't travel to Jupiter. According to these cars, they do. 2010, the year we make contact, they go to Jupiter. 2001, a space odyssey. You act they as go, if you know better than these cards. They go to a moon of. How Jupiter. dare you? They go to a moon of Jupiter. Next question. Christopher Eccleston, Marlon Wayans. And Dennis Quaid. Come on. When all else fails, they don't. Kevin, you are shameful. There's people at home screaming and pulling their hair out. <laughs> Come on, you idiot! <laughs> I'm trying to think of... Um, wait, that's not G.I. Joe, is it? Rise of Cobra. Oh. Who was the first person? Marlon Wayans. Christopher Eccleston. Who the hell is that? He was Doctor Who. On the outside, I was an honest man, straight as an arrow. I had to come to prison and be a croak. This is one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah, just keep moving on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a beam of light to catch. This man eats a banana in this movie without peeling it. Wow, we, I think collectively we've seen every movie that's in this thing. I own this movie. It's sitting right over there. Kevin? Wait, what was it? K-Pax. I've never seen K-Pax. I wouldn't. No, I'm missing known. much. The night as hot as hell. It's a lousy room in a lousy part of a lousy town. We get a year on this? No. A tough guy seeks revenge after his one night stand is murdered. Sin City? Yep. Really stupid plot, if you think about it. it what, that? Why I, would you was... seek revenge for your one night standing <laughs> murder? No. Because <laughs> that's like an easy exit strategy to make. <laughs> an advertising executive gets in touch with his feminine side. Um, what women want? Yeah. I, I have to, like, remove words from these clues to make them harder. <laughs> really? Yeah. A party animal and a reporter have a one-night stand. More one-night stands. Mm-hmm. Knocked up. Yep. I cut out the she got pregnant part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Here's the, here's one. You'll never get this. Autobots, roll out. <laughs> Okay. Transmorphers. You got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jude Law and Matt Damon. This is this could be like twenty five movies. Yeah, and I'm not telling you the year, I'm not telling you the genre, I'm telling you nothing. Jude Law and Matt Damon. The talented Mr. Ripley? Look at this guy. You're a son of a bitch. A walking talking IMDB. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my dinner? (laughs) Where's my dinner? Is that uh Pleasantville? How did he do the hell? The hell did you do that? That's William H. Macy, my friend. Pound that. He's sitting at the table. Where's my dinner? (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed. I saw that in the theaters. That's a good movie. I think I might have too. I really enjoy that movie. Me too. That's a movie that me and my mom can agree upon. You and your mom like to sit there during the masturbation scene where the while my no, I get up and quietly excuse myself during that scene. A failed musician takes a job teaching. Full of rock. Yes, it is within my power to drastically change his circumstances, but I don't want to give that man a gift he doesn't deserve. Martin and I watched this movie one time in the dark. Did we? Because I don't know what this is. Up in an attic. Up in a dark, slippery attic. <laughs> Slippery yeah, attic. Is, why is the attic slippery? There's a slipper and slide on the ground of the attic. <laughs> a man tries to make amends for the accident he caused. Seven pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that movie? Yeah. I never saw it. That was a movie that I was thinking was going to really pull on my heartstrings, and I didn't give a shit. Yeah, that didn't. Yeah, okay, so this is a big bust, this stupid game. But, in- interestingly enough, Pass the Popcorn is two games in one. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. So there's the trivia. The movie. There's the movie trivia section. Which is a giant bust. I mean, this game would be difficult. I recommend it for ages two to four. (laughs) The average movie podcast listener is not the audience for this. It's too easy. Way too easy. Kevin just came back from rock climbing. Yeah, rock climbing is something I've wanted to do for a really long time, but I've just never gotten around to it. So I got a deal off of Amazon Local where I could get a two-hour belay certification class. Locals only, Kevin? Yeah, locals only. (laughs) Local yokels. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So yeah, my wife and I went, we took our two-hour belay class, and I rock climbed for the first time. It was awesome. Can you rappel down a side of a building now? Absolutely. Can you break through a large office window as you rappel down with a machine gun? Absolutely. (laughs) 
<laughs> the next step of class is is you learn how to use the batarang and grappling hook. You know, those exist, by the way. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they do. Urban Batman classes. Yeah. Those yeah. are real. I've seen them. That's essentially what this is, right? And you're now one step closer to being the Batman. I mean, that's everyone's goal in life, right? I, if it's not, it should be. Yeah, so, yeah the first the first half hour was knot training, basically, of how to tie these knots, because like that's what holds your you and your partner together when you're doing this. Thing. So so let me get this right. If you tie a knot incorrectly, that would be akin to packing a parachute wrong, right? Exactly, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, you fall to your death, like, possibly. Yeah, yeah, because so that, I mean, basically there's one person on the ground and another person climbing, and if the person climbing falls, it's the person on the ground that the rope's connected to, so they catch you, and if that rope fails, then you're just gonna keep falling. <laughs> you will plummet to your death. <laughs> Even if it's like a five-foot fall, you will plummet to your death. You will uh, die. All right. So, yeah, alright, that makes sense. <laughs> so, there, when do they roll out the spikes at the bottom of the rock? <laughs> Yeah. That's just actually they that's have the this, advanced class. This very thin carpet over all the spikes. Okay, and then they just pull it off. Yeah, they pull it off and they see someone falling. <laughs> oh, Kevin, so you're one step closer to climbing the radical rock. Yeah, exactly. Agro crag. Yes. Are you going? You're training for global in, guts. When they inevitably have the adult guts yeah. competition. Whoa, whoa! Catch him, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that bad world headquarters is haunted. Yeah, the door to uh, to your room over there just slammed shut on its own. If there's ever been a place I've been in that's haunted, it's this place. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. You should be here late at night, deep in the night. I'd be terrified to be here at night. Things get wet and wild <laughs> when I'm all alone at night. <laughs> okay, so do you feel infinitely stronger now or infinitely weaker? No, I feel pretty good. You know, I had never done it before and there was two other people in the class and they go there all the time and they just do like the, the rock climbing where you don't need the, the belay system, where you don't need the rope, like it's shorter walls with padding underneath so if you fall, you just fall in the padding. And you break your leg. So they were experienced with climbing up these rock walls, and I've never done it before, so I thought I was going to have some some trouble, but our teacher said at the end that we were the two best students he's ever had. Whoa. Are you going to go? I guarantee he's never said that to anyone <laughs> are ever you, before. Are you Are you going to go again? I'm go- definitely going to go again. If he didn't say that to you, would you pay him again? There was some type of tornado, <laughs> right? There's a, This is nothing short but a giant F5 twister. A torrential downpour is assailing. Yes, yeah, at Bad World Headquarters. Would you say that this is similar to a white squall? White out. I hope it's not white out. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Flooding is imminent at this point, I think. <laughs> Yeah, our headquarters is going to float away. <laughs> Luckily, we have Lloyd's Maritime Insurance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why a building has that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of excited about this because I've been doing these, you know, mud runs, and this is the kind of thing that will help me train for those better. You have to climb up giant rock walls during mud runs? No, we have to climb over walls, so it's it's, it's basically using the same muscles and everything. I mean, it's cool because it's, it's, it's fun to do, but it's also a workout. I mean, it's something physical, which is, is always a, a bonus. Is a mud run just a boot camp training course yeah. with mud? Pretty much, yeah. About a month ago, over here in the dirty Jersey, the water wasn't as dirty as it usually is. It so. wasn't jet black? Yeah, no, no, it, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't a crude oil ocean that we usually swim in. <laughs> So the vi- we, we had really good opaque. visibility. <laughs> it was opaque ocean. <laughs> 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 so 
So I was down in Long Beach Island and, uh, you know, I was doing a little spear fishing, like I am want to do when the water is clear. And this season, the water is like in the mid to upper 70s. It's really nice. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been beautiful. But so the spear fishing has been pretty good. There's been a lot of fish around. They've been very active because the water's so warm and it's really clear. But this one spot I was spear fishing, there was just like a group of pretty large sharks just chilling out and totally effed up my entire spear fishing endeavor. I imagine they would scare away the fish. No, they didn't scare away the fish. They scared away me. <laughs> <laughs> the The fish were still swimming around like the rocks and stuff that we were spear fishing oh, okay. at. Like they are, the sharks are too big to get in mm-hmm. to like these like little crevices. Uh, I use something called a Hawaiian sling, which is just a long six foot long metal pole with a sharp barb on the end of it and a band. And you pull the band tight and you let go of it and it shoots out the length of your arm towards the fish. But it's still just a six feet, six foot long metal pole. The other people out there actually had spear guns. I would have preferred to have a pole when I was there because these sharks, two of them became kind of curious of what we were. And one of them came up to us and started swimming at me. And I had to jab it in the face. And it had very big teeth. Very cool. Was it happy that you poked it? It was it was a little upset when I poked it. It swam away real fast. I, I look, I've seen sharks when I'm spearfishing and surfing and swimming out, but I've never had them actually come up to me in like a curious way. And this kind of had me shitting bricks. This sounds like something I need to be doing on a regular basis. All right. So what's the next movie on everybody's radar? Looper. Looper. You're not going to go see the Joseph Gordon-Levitt bike movie. Premium Rush. Premium yeah, Rush. Yeah, skip do- that. <laughs> <laughs> I might see what the reviews say about Premium Rush. Yeah, this guy is a member of the cult of I'm uh, actually, Levitt. I, I'm in the bag on Levitt. I'm yeah. actually I'm actually in the Kevin camp right now. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to see what the critics say on that one. I might go see that in theaters just to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt ride yeah. around on a bicycle. I've got The Lookout sitting right over there in my to-do Good pile. movie. I know. The good one. Good movie. That guy, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> He might not be the best actor in the world, but he's really good at picking movies. Okay. Premium Rush. Yeah, all right. We'll see. We'll see. see. Uh, Total Recall, any takers here? I'm going to take you up on that one so I can get angry. So you will see it. I'm going to see it, but I'm going to see it to get angry. Purposely to be disappointed. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go in so I can practice my hate bending. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should watch the original like two hours before you go I'm gonna, see it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the Philip K. Dick novel. Then I'm going to watch the original. Then I'm going to go see the movie. That's a really good idea. I hear they don't go to Mars. Well, they didn't go to Mars in the book either, so. Right. Which is, I, I'm okay with that. Whatever. Uh, I want to hear about this Total Recall movie. It's If you've seen the movie, you're not going to like it. No, if you've seen the original, you're not going to like it. So I have never no seen one, the original. So no you one's will gonna, like it. Wait, you haven't seen the original Total I've never Recall? seen the original. I can't believe that. Dear, it's right there. Go borrow it. I actually, I actually don't believe that. I think you've seen it and you don't you should see it. Seen yeah, it. You no, should I've, see I've it. I've never seen it. I really haven't. I, I think you've seen it. Cancel your plans for this evening and cuddle up with Arnold Schwarzenegger tonight. I have only seen a handful of Arnold movies. What? This guy hasn't lived. Oh, wait, what? I've only seen a few of them. This what? is a shocking confession. Shocking movie confessions right here. First, you tell us that you're a murderer, serial killer, gender bender, and a, and a confirmed <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> confirmed gender bender. Confirmed gender bender. And now you're telling <laughs> me that. I don't remember saying any of this. <laughs> and now you're telling me that you don't even know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. I know who he is. He was Mr. Freeze. That's uh, not true. Oh, that, that cast is an Arnold movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. You are out of control right now. The, the big 80s action movies are things that are still mostly a mystery to me. Predator? I didn't see, Have you seen Predator? Yeah, I saw Predator. But I didn't see Total Recall. I never saw the Terminator movies. Any of them? No. But you've seen Kindergarten Cop. 
Yeah, I saw Kindergarten Cop. Uh, just making sure. How did you go this long without seeing Terminator 2? I just haven't seen it. Are you serious right now? Yeah, dead serious. <laughs> just, that's like saying I haven't seen Citizen Kane. Just, just never saw it. That, that's right. Terminator 2, I'm comparing to Citizen Kane right now. It's They're, better than Citizen it's Kane. It's better than Citizen Kane. Some <laughs> 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 more explosions. <laughs> <laughs> There's no amorphous liquid metal cop in Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Movies that you know everybody else on Earth has seen, and you for some reason have not. Mm-hmm. You got any, any other bombs you're going to drop here? Oh, I'm sure. There's there's a there's a ton of them. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. What? Yeah. Let's I'm, skip it. Yeah? The movie's not good. What are you, a heathen? The movie's not good. You're pagan? You're a devout pagan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Sandra, <laughs> Sandra Bullock and the, <laughs> the proposal. No. <laughs> The majority, like the vast majority of the movies that people are like, are old classics I've never seen. Like the old timey classic stuff I've never seen. But ben you, Hur and. But you've seen, you've seen a lot of film noir. I've seen Citizen Kane. I've seen that. You've seen The Maltese Falcon. No. Oh, you need to remedy that. I've never sir. seen Casablanca. The, Whoa! The- the Maltese Falcon and Casablanca are two of the all-time greats. Sure. Casablanca's in my top three. All right. When me and Joel were in college... What's your number one? Rushmore. Oh, that's right. When me and Joel were in college, we were forced for a certain course to watch a lot of film noir, and I'm thinking that maybe Joel... Skip this. No, I didn't have to see that. I, we watched The Third Man. Did you do Psycho, story? Did you do storyboarding? Yeah. And you didn't have to watch any the, film noir? Well, the, the Third Man. We watched that, and... Uh, what about Metropolis? Yeah, we watched some of that, and we watched that's Psycho... Not film, that's, Seven Samurai. I mean, Metropolis is in film noir, but you watch Psycho. Yeah, I saw those and I saw M. That's about it. Those are the only... I never saw Metropolis. Old-time movies. I never saw... Um, I really have zero interest in ever seeing those M movies. is a good movie. I've never seen that. I don't care like how good they are. I'm just like, not interested. Dial M for murder. That's a fact. That's a good movie. I'd rather watch the Amityville Horror 2005 <laughs> than watch Citizen Kane. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Well, clearly I'm proving that point with this podcast, right? I, I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't care for Citizen Kane. I'm unevolved as a moviegoer. Yeah, according to yeah, Eber. according to Eber, you are not. You know what Citizen Kane's not? I finally not, read that. That was the most. <laughs> Citizen Kane's not entertaining at all. Yeah, I want to be entertained when I see a movie. I yeah. don't want to sit there and look at it on a technical level. No, I understand why film film connoisseurs rate that so highly. I get it. I do. But I also understand what you guys are saying when you say I want to be entertained when I'm watching a movie. When I think of Stanley Kubrick and I think of Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Love the Bomb, there's a lot of parts in that movie that are super slow and I can't stand it. I don't like 2001 Space Odyssey. That's supposed to be like one of the best movies of all time and that movie leaves me dead. It doesn't leave me cold. It leaves me dead. Oh, it, it actually kills that, you. That's, actually kills that's the point of that movie though. Yeah? To bore me to death? Yeah, I think it is. Mission complete. <laughs> Stanley Cooper's like, they're gonna be so bored by this. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't hate watching that movie, but it, yeah, you're right. It's not an entertaining movie. I'm going to no. disagree with you. I was thoroughly entertained by it, but I think I was entertained by it because... You read the book, right? I did. The book elaborates on a lot of the story, and it makes sense. If you don't read the book as a companion piece... But you know what's interesting about that movie? It was made... Like, Arthur C. Clarke was asked by Stanley Kubrick to write a companion piece book for his movie, mm-hmm. and they they, they worked on it... To, yeah, no, no, no. Um, 2001 Space Odyssey. 2010 was something separate. Oh, I thought it was book first, then movie. No, book and movie were done at the same time. Huh. So, Stanley Kubrick got together with Arthur C. Clarke and they're like this is what I'm thinking and he's like yeah, just like I've Scott been- Pilgrim exactly yeah, yeah, yeah you're right this is exactly like Scott Pilgrim yeah. 
But if you if you if you like 2001 Space Odyssey, the two people out there that are listening to this that like that movie, read the book. It, it elaborates on a lot. It's hard for us to put ourselves in the position of the moviegoer at the time that they saw Citizen Kane and that they saw Star Wars and 2001 Space Odyssey. Like, like at the time, those things were groundbreaking. Well, no, 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 no. I remember hearing about this stuff. People thought they were crap. Like, Citizen Kane was a bomb. Nobody watched it. Nobody I understood hearing, 2001. But it, did, but it did things that movies have now been doing ever since, right? Like, yeah, it, it yeah. started stuff yeah, but you that don't, everyone's You copied. don't see that until, like, the decades later, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't Hindsight is 2020. Hearing, yeah, I remember hearing Ebert talking about that. Like, he saw 2001 Space Odyssey when it premiered, like, yeah. at, the, at the premiere. I remember he, he tells this story, like, like when, it, when it was over, people were walking out, and he could overhear people, like, celebrities, were like, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. The people, people did not like it. Mm-hmm. It's only, like, the movie snobs and film professors and people like that. They pick it apart, and they analyze it, and they get it. But you know what it is? I used to really thumb my nose at the people who thumb their nose at the average moviegoer. Mm-hmm. But having to sit through the Amityville horror and <laughs> stealth and these crap movies all the time, right? Yeah. So, so we're only watching a bad movie a week. Yeah. Ebert watches like 10 a week. Mm-hmm. Something like that, right? I'm starting to sympathize with movie reviewers why it is they swing so far to the other side. A normal person doesn't care about these these weird little movies that they love, right? Yeah. They go right down the middle, right? Yep. I can I finally understand, like, if you watch so much mediocrity and crap, it must it wears on you, right? It wears on me. I can barely stand this. And look, I'm a glutton for punishment. During the week, I will watch a few bad movies at night before I go to bed. <laughs> like Just in preparation for the podcast. Just to hone your skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm warming up. I'm he's warming like, up. He's like shadow boxing to it with himself, like <laughs> cracking jokes all alone. <laughs> <laughs> I believe me, I, I, I get it. I do. I, I understand where they're coming from because after a while, after about a year of this, I can't stand it emotionally. You know, there's a lot of the classic movies that I would like to see, but I'm not going to watch them now. I'm waiting for like another 10 or 20 years to watch them, if this makes any sense. Because I know now, the way I am today, my attention span, the things I like, I am not ready to see these movies that are like the best of the best. Like, for example, I watched like back to back, I saw Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. I thought that both of them were mediocre and boring. The bo- both of them. I was like, what the hell is so good about this? I'm, I'm just not prepared for it. I'm too, too much Michael Bay, you know? It's eroded my ability <laughs> to watch movies. I need to watch these things when I'm 40 or 50. There's a lot of movies that are going to, and this has become very apparent to me over the past five years. There's a lot of movies out there that require certain amount of life experience. Oh, yeah. And I just, I don't have it. I, I don't have it yet. By the time I'm 50, maybe I have a family. Maybe I'm looking I'm forward married. to this. Yes. I'm looking forward to it because I'm going to be able to relate to no, a lot that's, of these No, that's going to be cool because there's, there's a lot of movies about like fathers and sons and right, like, right. husbands and wives that when you're in your early 20s means nothing to you, right? It's literally irrelevant. And but then so when, you as you get older, you're going to relate to these things. more Like I remember Stephen King said something like uh, when he, he wrote Pet Cemetery and that has like dead kids in it right. when he was like a young guy. So that it was just like, you know, like a cool shocking thing to do. Now that he has kids of his own, like that concept is like way scarier for him. So I'm looking forward to that, like revisiting movies I like when I'm way older to see if they hold up or if I see things that are new in them. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Stephen King's writing, since he became famous so young, and that's super rare as an author to become famous while you're still alive and then so famous when you're young, like when you're in your early 30s. Now that he is in his 50s, now he might be 60. He's, a, he's 200 years old, that guy, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's like 62. Remember when he got hit by the bus and the bus just like crumpled yeah. and exploded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And he's like, 
<laughs> he just stood there. <laughs> That's where he got his author powers, right? Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what happened. a freak van accident. Give him writing powers. Yeah, he got hit by a car. <laughs> he did. He got hit. Okay, no. Kevin is sweat bending right now. Yeah, this is unbelievable. Hey, my shirt was a light pink color when I got here, and now it's this deep, dark purple. Yeah, this is disgusting. I'm sweating so much. Okay, so Stephen King, he his writing is scarier and it's a lot deeper and means a lot now like than a lot of his earlier stuff like Children of the Corn that was stupid when I read it in comparison to his work now and that's because just like you were saying as he's older there's a lot of stuff that's a lot scarier to him he's got like a lot of quirks too like he's scared of clowns scared of the dark I saw The Godfather when I was a younger man and I'm sure I, I probably enjoyed it then. I'm afraid to watch that movie now. It's long. Yeah, I'm afraid to sit through that now. Like That's one of the movies that I have on reserve to watch when I'm 45. Well, I, uh, comparable to that, I tried to watch Scarface for the first time in college. Fail. What happened? It's like 18 hours long. Yeah? I, I started watching it, I think, like at 11 at night. I, guess, I think it was like 4 in the morning and it was still going. And I was like, I, I can't do this. I just <laughs> turned it off. I was like, I can't. This is too long. It's boring. It's slow. I'm done. I've See never ya. finished it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that mindset that fi- I don't have that film snob mindset yet maybe someday but at the moment I'm not there yet you need to watch more crappy movies you know what's interesting? I do I, I, by the end of this podcast when this is all said and done I'm gonna be so insane I'll be like I only watch French New Wave films from 1962 <laughs> unsubtitled <laughs> Yeah, he learned how to speak French. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was scared that he was going to lose something in the translation. You know what's you know what's interesting about this podcast? We started this podcast because we wanted to reevaluate movies for the average moviegoer. And we thought that we were really that, that we were decent. Yeah, we're doing a real service for the common man. No, I was saying that <laughs> I was saying that we were decent candidates for it because we disagreed with a lot of the film snob critics. Mm, Joe Schmo. Right, so... And we're slowly becoming... We're slowly becoming them. That... That's we, we, scary. We Isn't that always the way, though? Oh, my gosh. This is like a Shakespearean tale. <laughs> my eyes are burning. <laughs> From the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's a little hot in here. Just a little. I should have ran outside when it was raining. <laughs> Joel, how do you feel about becoming the film snob that you were that you hated so thoroughly? I guess I'd commit suicide when I look at myself in the mirror and I'm I wearing can't even a look in the mirror yeah, I'm wearing a beret and I have a goatee, a little soul patch. Uh, you know, Martin, all this talk, it kinda reminds me of that time that we went to Atlantic City and we had that wild debaucherous weekend where people almost died and friendships were almost lost. I don't actually remember much of that weekend because I almost died. Yeah, you had like alcohol poisoning or something, right? Yeah, I had like fifty million forties. How? Yeah, Kevin, like he was on death's door. I can't believe it. I was knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. This is before you even met Martin. This is yeah. pre, yes, that bad days, you know? Mm. You know, it all started when Martin and I were going to our birthday party down in Atlantic City. Up, oh, up. Oh, look at what time it is. I think we're probably going to have to save this for our premium podcast. Yeah, let's, we've run out of time. Kevin, we got to go, right? Yeah, we got some stuff to do. <laughs> You guys got to hit the tennis court, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we got a big doubles match this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. We looks like we've run out of time yet again. If you'd like to hear the story about when Martin and I went to Atlantic City and nearly died or went to heaven, one or the other, I can't remember which. It was an insane night. I do know that a bunch of girls fought. People were pissing in corners and walls, and someone threw a beer bottle at me. That definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs> so That was me. I was there. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
So if you want to hear the rest of this story, head on over to yesthatbad.bandcamp.com and purchase our latest premium podcast, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. For a mere $2, you'll not only get a full movie review, but you'll also get a full episode of Yes That Bad After Dark totally free. So once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you want to hear the rest of this tale, head on over to yesthatbad.bandcamp.com where you can hear our newest premium podcast, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And you'll also get to hear the rest of this insane Atlantic City story where lives were lost and fortunes were made and whatever. (laughs) 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 Okay, so once again, that's for listening to the show. See you next time.